can't we have Christmas in July? There's no snow okay, and no awesome. rain. Through the magic of sound. We just let joy pass by. I hope so. <laughs> we have no option. This has to happen. I know. Okay. Is it recording me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. And I'm recording over here, so I think we're good to start. All right. At the very beginning. Yep. Which is a very good place to start. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're kind of in the middle since we just started talking about Neve Shulman and how he punched a lady in college. <laughs> Wasn't he also Me Too? Didn't he also, like, assault let's, someone? Let's look it up. Uh, Neve Shulman punching a girl. So, for those that may not know, Neve Shulman is the creator and host of Catfish the TV show, mm-hmm. um, which I just cleared up for Brad, so I'm going to clear it up for our millions of other fans that may not know the, <laughs> the genesis of Catfish. So, Neve Shulman's brother... And his filmmaker part buddy, not partner buddy, made some sort of uh, well. They made catfish the movie based off of Neve, who was being catfished. And then Neve was like, "I want to help others," and so he got his friend Max to be a part of making catfish the TV show. So for those that thought that Max Joseph was Neve's brother, he's not. He's just his friend. <laughs> I've really thought all these years since 2006, like I've really thought this, or not 2006. 2006 is when he was expelled from college for punching a woman. Neat. <laughs> it's not. I love that that date is ingrained in your brain. Well, I'm I'm reading a USA Today. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he's, I mean, he's an interesting dude. I mean, are we, and yes, there are some allegations against him, um, but are we surprised? I mean, the man who created Catfish, this man who's, I mean. I mean, they've made a career, I mean, a TV show, and he has made a career, and now Cammie Crawford, um, who was an amazing addition to the show. Okay. Um, of, like, stalking people. Like, yeah. they're just, they're like low-key stalkers. And just um, getting into people's business. Yeah, they are stalkers, yeah. Hardcore. Hardcore Tammy in the business. Crawford. Also, hello yeah. everyone. This is um Straight Talk with Gay Men. <laughs> a podcast. A, a quarterly podcast. This is our uh uh winter twenty twenty one. Winter twenty twenty one. Episode two. We did also fall kind of like a New Year's episode. Mm-hmm. Just a cause... bit a bit of an introduction to twenty twenty two for all of you. Wow. Yeah. For those of you who need something to listen to after you've drank yourself into oblivion the night before in your house because you can't go out because we're still dealing with COVID. (laughs) Right. I mean, welcome. You know what's like, I think, the most fitting thing in the world? Hmm. So I just got back from doing SpongeBob SpongeBob Musical musical in uh, Kansas City at Uh the Coterie Theater. Yeah. We had a lengthy run um, that came to a close early. We had a lengthy run. Dude. (laughs) Why would any run be lengthy in this time? Like, why would they make it long? 
Oh, we're starting with those hard-hitting questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but we closed a week and a half early because of COVID-19. A couple of cast members got COVID. Um, I myself now have COVID. God. Um, they got it on Christmas. That's when the symptoms <laughs> began. Um, it was the great gift for me. Um, and I'll be in quarantine through like January 4th. Wow. Um, you're doing the long, you're doing a lengthy quarantine. Cause you, you did you hear the news that they, <laughs> they <laughs> the CDC has given up on all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they <laughs> Go back when you want. Go back. When you want. <laughs> so what it actually says is that if you are asymptomatic, but test positive for COVID, you can go back to work after five days of quarantine. But what about if you still test positive? I mean, you're asymptomatic, so you're not that sick. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you still contagious? (laughs) But I mean, I don't think... What's what's wild to me is that that came from the Center for Disease Control. And a part of the explanation was short staffing is that like folks needed people to come back to work because they don't have a staff to have someone out for COVID. Um, and what's really strange, I mean, they're the center for disease control. I don't know if you know, but the reason that we now have Omarion out there just like dancing and giving everybody in the world COVID. Okay. Not Omarion is not actually giving people COVID. That is just a funny name that the Omicron virus has gotten online just so I don't get sued. Oh, wow. I'm very sued. (laughs) um i didn't know that is that a new is that a tiktok is that a tiktok joke um i think it's a black twitter joke oh okay okay yeah which is where all culture begins this is true yeah um but uh yeah so um omicron is the virus that's going around now that is the variant that we have um and i mean like Diseases mutate when people don't quarantine, right? So by the CDC saying the odds of you passing up, like you're most contagious within your first two and or like your first three days or something like that. They're essentially saying after five days, if you have no symptoms, you can't give it to anyone. Right. Or the odds of you giving it to someone are very low. Right. Um, but that's that's how mutations are going to continue. If I'm not if I understand anything from my extensive <laughs> study of chemistry my was that sophomore year of high school damn sophomore uh, I, I think i mean for you yeah it sounds quite right i mean well i did so my mom thought i was smart in middle school <laughs> and so when i got to high school i went to a math and science magnet omaha north high hey v up um and i was able to either decide if i wanted to do just like the biology chemistry physics track Mm-hmm. Or, if you're a super smart kid, you can do physics your freshman year, and then oh. do AP Physics, AP Bio, AP Chem oh for the rest of your God. time. So I thought that I was a smart kid, was not, but somehow did end up doing <laughs> AP Physics as well. Which I think it was like at the point in the semester where my grade hadn't plummeted yet, and he was like, "Oh, yeah. you've so improved, Nick. You should sign up for AP Physics." So I did. And then we all thought it was a mistake the next year. But I made it. I made it through. It's fine. Okay. So it was junior year. Junior year I did chemistry. Uh, okay. That's what I thought because that's when they offered us uh, chemistry in my high school. And but I, I think it was supposed to be sophomore year. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I said no to chemistry. I said anatomy, please. I want to <laughs> dissect a ferret, and I did a mink. We dissected a mink oh. with Mr. Ritterbush, who was pretty pretty fine. All right. Pretty fine anatomy teacher, and was no stranger to the, uh, you know, throw a movie on, <laughs> turn up the lights, and that's what we're doing for this period. We're watching a movie about cells. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, but we do know that cells mutate. Yes. So my concern <laughs> is that if we got people out here that are like, I don't I don't have symptoms, but I do have COVID, I'm just gonna go back into the world. That doesn't that just allow more variants to exist? Like I just, I'm no scientist. Yeah. I should say that as well so I don't get sued, but I, I just feel like <laughs> I'm no scientist. Yeah, you, but you did do chemistry. You went to a, a science I went magnet. to a math and science yeah. magnet. Yeah. I think we're just at the point in America with the pandemic where it's just, it's your choice now. Like, that seems to be the that that's just what everybody's kind of fallen into. Some people want it to be, you know, still many rules and many, but I mean, listen, I live in Arizona. Is the Wild West. People are out, masks off, masks on. I mean, it's just people are it's boosters, no boosters. I mean, people are just living life. And I assume that's probably the case a lot of places, but I don't know. Yeah, most places. Um, I mean, and that's what was that Kansas is the other piece like? of it is that if you, you're supposed to have double vaccination and booster to yeah. be within that category of people oh, that can go five and days. contaminate people. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, in Kansas, so here's what's interesting, right? Because Kansas and Missouri are right next to each other, and it's one of the places that you, I mean, you have so much conversation about it, though. People are like, are you on, oh, you're on the Kansas side. <laughs> or or like, are they like KCK or KC Mo? Like, and it's like, wow, this is like commonplace KCK conversation here right now. KC Mo. Um... But when I got there, there was a mask mandate in Missouri and no mask mandate in Kansas. Wow. So I was living in Kansas the whole time I was there. <laughs> and so I would see random people without masks on and fine. But when I got to Missouri, so the Coterie Theater, for those who may not know, is inside of the Crown Center, which is a shopping center, um, where there are multiple theaters inside. Is it a dead mall? Um, no. It's very not quite, dead. Quite a lot. I think... That's probably a, a contributor to um, the COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, but at first it was fine because people had masks on and kids were still in school. So there weren't as many people there. Once school started getting out for holidays and the mask mandate came down, like I think it was like November 18th was the last day of the mask mandate in Missouri. All the masks came off. Okay. Everybody was in the small, except for the yep. cast, walking yep. through without masks on. And then children were out of school, so there was lines. There's a place in Missouri called Fritz's. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like a Don and Millie's, but not nearly as good, and you can't get a margarita. Oh, wow. Yeah. We should explain what Don and Millie's is. Don and Millie's is, a, is an Omaha staple 
They sell like burgers and fries and stuff, yeah. Yeah, burgers, fries, chili dogs, chili milk dogs. milkshakes. You can get margaritas for ninety nine cents. It's like a salt of the earth Sonic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a classic diner. Yeah, like it a, is very good. Don and yeah, Mills. like it. Mm. Like yeah, I mean, if they yeah, I mean they should. They probably did have drive-ins at one point. At like a time, something. they were doing a real good potato cake. Do they still have a good <laughs> potato cake? <laughs> I don't think I've ever ordered a potato cake anywhere. You've never uh, gotten Arby's, Arby's potato cakes? Those delicious, like, giant, thick hash browns that Arby's does? Oh, hash browns? They're like, it's a potato. I don't know what to tell you other than it's a potato cake. It's like a slice of potato, like, hash brown cake. And, and you get, like, three or five. Sometimes you get three if you're feeling like, well, I should, you know, take it easy. Or if you're, you know, depressed. <laughs> You get five. With your I don't roast think, beef sandwich. I don't think they have them anymore. I don't remember having them. But they do have cheese Frenchies. Okay, that's I which think is I think that's what I'm thinking. Deep fried grilled cheese sandwich. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 It's very good. Don and But anyway, so there's a poor man's version called Fritz's in Missouri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything in Missouri is the poor man's version. <laughs> <laughs> They're never gonna invite me back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Hey, you loved it. You loved it. Well, wait. Is is the theater on the KCK or the KC Mo? KC Mo. Oh, okay. Well then. Yeah. Right. So I worked in Missouri. Um, but at Fritz's, they bring you your food on a train. Like there's a little train that rolls around the oh restaurant, my God. and it drops your food. So everyone is taking their children there. Like, let me tell you, there's a literal aquarium. Next door to this place, there's a Legoland, there's a Crayola store upstairs. The line to Fritz's <laughs> was never short. People would stand there for hours to get their food delivered to them by this rickety-ass train. So, the train goes from table to table? Yes. That's just a COVID-carrying machine. <laughs> like, people are grabbing stuff from there. Like, are there condiments that you could grab? Are there, like, piles of ketchup packets and salt? And I mean, what? Why? Why are they doing this? <laughs> Send the train through. I bet there's, like, three new mutations from that train. <laughs> that one train is yeah. responsible for the next three variants of COVID-19. The Fritz, the Fritz variant. <laughs> okay. So that's um, so funny. Yeah, so that line was always wild, but there were people everywhere. It was like Crossroads in its heyday. Oh, Crossroads. I love, for those of you who don't know Crossroads, Crossroads is a mall in Omaha. There were the three the three malls. It was Westroads, uh-huh. Crossroads, yep. and Oakview. Oakview. Right. Oakview Mall. Wouldn't you say those are the three power players in terms of models? yes, yes for our time. I mean, for our time. Which well, that's what's crazy is that like Omaha used to have so many malls. It did. Center Mall. Center Mall. Wasn't there a um, South Roads? Of there was. A, I was South just going to say South Roads. Yep. Yeah. And they were all thriving malls at one point. Yeah. You got Village Point, which came along later, and it's definitely not really. Yeah. I wouldn't even consider it an Omaha mall to be honest with you. No, it's not. It's it's not. It's, it's, it's a destination. It's a destination. It's the closest thing Omaha has to a Scottsdale type situation. Like yes. Scottsdale here and it's a special it's where bridal showers and parties, bachelorette parties go, you know. 
for a good time at the at the Funny Bone Comedy Factory or the Cheeseburger <laughs> in Paradise. There's a Cheeseburger in Paradise. There, there is a Cheeseburger in Paradise out there. This is a funny story. This has this is so tangential, but I thought you would like this. Me and my friend were having this argument. My friend from high school. He's like my first gay friend, and he, um, and I were like screaming at each other because we were trying to remember who sang at the inauguration because he didn't he didn't remember that Katy Perry sang fireworks when the fireworks are going off which technically yes. isn't the inauguration this was post inauguration right that's like the end that's like end end yeah that, that was, was the, the final finale. situation mm-hmm. but he was like you know <laughs> there was Lady Gaga who sang and then Jimmy Buffett sang and then and I was like what Jimmy Buffett are you kidding me no Jimmy Buffett didn't sing at no he didn't <laughs> like and he's like yes he did Jim, Jimmy Buffett sang at Biden's inauguration you know who Jimmy Buffett is yeah yes okay, okay. The cheeseburger in paradise cheeseburger right? in paradise Margaritaville <laughs> yeah yes and so we're screaming at each other and I was like I said that it wasn't Jimmy Buffett it was Tim McGraw and so we're just yelling at each other like it was Tim McGraw it was Jimmy Buffett it was Tim McGraw and come to find out it wasn't either of them it was Garth Brooks. Yeah, I was like, it was yeah. someone in that vein. Yeah, but you... I will say, Jimmy Buffett may have been, would have been the correct choice. Can you imagine him singing Margaritaville at the inauguration and how like healing that probably would have been for America? Like, and here's my here's my pitch. Here's how I would have done it if I was like the videographer. He would get up and he would start singing. And when it gets to the part, you know, wasting away again in Margaritaville. And then some people say that there's a woman to blame. Cut to Hillary. And I know (laughs) it's my own damn fault. Cut to Biden. And he's there, you know, nodding. (laughs) It'd be fun. People would be happy. People would be like, yeah, that seems seems right. You know, that's kind of what America is. It's just... Jimmy Buffett, at our best, <laughs> we're Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, but yeah. Wow. That's what I think should have happened. But you know, we, you know, I had a theory about that, and I feel like we've never. Got, I've shared this opinion before, but you and I, I don't think have ever gotten to speak about it. I think that the lineup for the inauguration were all the people that had contracts for Hillary's inauguration. You, oh, that's an interesting theory. Yeah. I was like, why is this a performance for like, yeah, <laughs> like ten years ago? What was Garth Brooks doing there? I mean, Garth like... Brooks, Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga, like all fantastic. <laughs> Katy Perry closing the night out. Like all people that I love, of and I'm happy they were there because J Lo got to live her life. Let's get it. Yeah, that was that was the best. I liked that. That was great. That was really great. That was the closest Um, we came to a Margaritaville moment. (laughs) (laughs) And the camera work there was really good. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just felt like it was like this mid, like post aughts. Yeah. It was not the future, which makes sense because that's what we're going. We were going back. We're going back. Yes. To the old guard. 
to just I, you know here's what's interesting and i said this before when biden was elected i was like we had a super villain in the white house and he was able to make things happen quickly. He was yeah. like, I don't want anybody coming in from outside of the country. And then there were stalls at airports. Um, right. We don't want children to come across the border anymore. And there were literal children in cages. Right. Um, like, things would happen within moments. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that is not the way that you are supposed to use the government. However, we saw things that we have been told historically and forever. Just wait. It takes time. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Just happen yeah. swiftly. So I'm not saying that Biden needed to come in and do the opposite, do the same thing and kind of like make what he wanted to happen swiftly. But we've fallen so back into the oh, same like lethargic, so just bureaucratic, yeah. like just schlog. Right. Um, and I mean, there was no on my Facebook, no, my Instagram the other day, I shared a meme of uh, Biden saying, After four months, this pandemic is still not under control because Donald Trump does not have a plan. This was during Donald Trump's During Donald Trump's presidency and during the um, campaigning process, the painful campaign process. Um, And he's like, I do. I do have a plan. Now, before that slide, (laughs) this was posted by Embracing Black Culture on Instagram, by the way. Fantastic page. You should follow them, Um, especially if you are black because it's hilarious. Um, but there was one before where Biden is making a video and he's like, this is not going to be solved by federal action. This has to be solved by state to state action. And then it flashes to another tweet where he's like, there needs to be vast federal action taken to get the COVID-19 virus under control. And I'm like, well, people, if this isn't a more clear, (laughs) like clear cut, politicians say what they need to say to mm-hmm. make you happy mm-hmm. to get the vote because was, now he's yeah. he's literally saying the opposite and it's not even like super villain it's just like probably what the reality is is like listen we're he too big we've always even, been too big i'm not trying to be ageist here or anything but this man does not know what's happening he is confused <laughs> am i wrong do you think that joe manchin is running the Oh the my White God. House. Is that what people are saying? They think he's, I think he's like stalling. I think him and my, my Senator, she a Senator or a Congresswoman. I don't, I should know. No, it's Senator cinema, cinema playing dress up. She's like, I, I, I don't know what's happening over there. Do you, do you, you've been following her kind of like her, yes. nonsense, like her and him. They're just yeah. playing. But Charlemagne the God made that assertion that Joe Manchin is running the White House Dang. on his show and Kamala Harris was on. And she was like, no, 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 Charlemagne, no. Don't go out here talking crazy. It is Joe Biden. Oh. Joe Biden. Come and on. I'm like, Kamala, where have you yeah, been? That's why I was you showing say, up? And to- now you're showing up on Charlemagne? Like, what? <laughs> What are you doing? What was she wearing? (laughs) I don't think she's ever worn anything. I think the only night that she didn't wear the same thing was on when she gave the speech after they won. You did it, Joe. Yeah. Like, that suit 
was awesome and nothing that we had ever seen her in before. And mm-hmm. then I think she's been in the same suit. I wish she had shown up to time. the Charlemagne thing, like with like a tracksuit, kind of just like, like coming from the gym. Like, we did it, Joe. <laughs> yeah. We did it, Joe. I made it to Charlemagne on Comedy Central. <laughs> Yeah, what is she doing? <laughs> like, just taking it easy. You know, I've been taking well, some that's, time that's off. How, that's how the administration is connecting to the real people. Aye. Do you like this Charlemagne show? Is um, it a... I haven't, I've seen clips from it. Yeah. I've only seen like two clips from it. Okay. I don't, I mean, he's, I've, he is an intense personality. Yes. Yes. Um, But I do love that he will ask the question. Yeah. And be back and be like, Right. Oh, that's your answer? Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Um, so, I, you know, I might give it a watch. You know, I'm more of a daytime person. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really a nighttime a person. I do person. love my daytime talk. How's the You know, view? Oh, speaking of which, going? so I got a chance to watch a lot of daytime talk when I was on contract because we had early shows and then I had the midday off and then I go back and do a night show. That's nice. So I watched a lot of daytime talk again live. Um, what is happening on the talk? I don't know how much you know about the talk. <laughs> but would like, you say now, that the talk is 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 the talk kind of the fritz of the view? Like if if the view is down the Millie's, <laughs> yes, the talk is yes. the fritz. With the talk the, is the yeah. Fritz version of Don Billy's okay. for daytime talk. Okay. Um, so there's Cheryl Underwood. The talk was in the news a lot. Um, God, the talk's been going on for 10, 12 seasons. Isn't that wild? That is um, wild. Around the Meghan Markle interview with Oprah time. Because essentially, uh, Sharon Osbourne who was a longtime co-host, had been there up until this season when she left the show in disgrace because her and Cheryl Underwood got into an argument on air. I remember this, yeah. And then Sharon didn't want to apologize, and so she like left the show. And so then Cheryl Underwood was the host for a while, and they had... And it's always an assortment of random people. It is. Like, Eve was a host on the talk for, like I think, like five seasons. Leah Remney. <laughs> Was, for like a blip. Yeah. She was there for a moment. Like, I think Holly's Robinson Pete was a part of the original cast, and then I think she got fired horribly or something. Carrie Ann Naba was there for a bit. Jeez. Like, they're all those people that you're like, oh, you. Or yeah. like, they come from some, like, hosting something somewhere. Right. Um, but now they have men on the panel. Um, Jerry O'Connell, whom I find pretty insufferable yeah i mean i think that he's just is really put on and very like he's too much and then they have this football player who's the host of i believe like american ninja warrior um mm. he's a cool guy i like him but i just don't know what's happening i never like the topics aren't really topics um they all get like a second to respond and give like what seems like a canned response that was made for, like, applause. Right. It's a very strange show. Now, would you say The View? How does The View... I mean, I'm looking at one of these pictures of the talk, and it looks like... Jerry O'Connell's looks like a mugshot. Like, his... <laughs> like, it's a couple of the cast... I mean, these, none of them look, like, great. None of these pictures look great. They all look like they're, like... These are their headshots for a conference they're doing, and... <laughs> 
Casey Mo <laughs> at the Hyatt, you know, which is good, good for them. But would you say uh, the view is a little? How is it elevated? How is the view like? What does the view do? So the view has committed to talking about actual things. So the view <laughs> it talks about news. They talk about the hot topics of the day, and then they interview movie stars and whatnot. Um, the view is right now down a co-host joy no megan mccain left the show okay wow that was um and so now they're looking for their new conservative host so they have some people on that are just like fun like ooh, like Kristen. no not Kristen cinema yikes she's Um, i mean that's what she wants that is Um, clearly what she wants carly fiorina was on um they uh and then they have other people that you don't know the names of really that could actually get the job they should hire. Um, what about that uh, lesbian from The Mandalorian who got fired for being anti-vax or mask or whatever? <laughs> Carla, she's she's like a. You like, like let me think of the worst the, person ever. Why don't they just have them join the cast? I mean, isn't that what they fill that slot with? Isn't it always just like the most you know, the one who's gonna ruffle the most feathers? Well, they're trying to get a conservative point of view, is what they say. Um, Gina but, uh, Carano. So right now they're down Gina to four Carano. hosts. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're what like, if it was? Is... What if they just were like, our new co-host, our new addition, is Mel Gibson? Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> that be distressing? That'd what is awful. he doing here? He's not a woman. <laughs> this man is. I mean, Ugh. they they do go in with the crazy, um, like they bring on some wild people. I mean, they had Trump on. Yeah, no, I mean, they definitely, you know, there are many walk off moments. There are like yeah. big arguments that happen on the View. <laughs> the um, okay, recent, the Bill recent Ryan. wildest moment that's happened on the View is um, so Jedediah Bila, who used to fill that fifth seat, um, very famously a libertarian, not a Republican. Um, but she came onto the show. So it's their 25th season. So they've been having every week on a, fr- on Friday, they bring in a guest co-host and well, they bring in a guest co-host every day, but on Fridays they bring in a former coast co-host of the view. So it's like survivor all stars. Right. Okay. Um, or like Sherry Shepard was on for a whole week because Whoopi was gone shooting a movie or something. Um, and so they were like, Sherry's fun. Like, let's right. have Sherry here all week. Star Jones. Um, Did they ever bring Star Jones? Star Jones was the first one to come back. Okay. Good. Um, so Jedediah Bila came and she just got interviewed about her book via like Zoom. And Joy goes, okay, Jed, like we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. You were supposed to come to the show and then you oh, didn't because right. you refused to get vaccinated. That's right. Um, and so I want you to defend why you won't get vaccinated. And Jed was like, well, Joy, yes, thank you. Um, I have gone yeah. to three separate doctors that have told me I have enough antibodies that I should not get vaccinated um, for my health. I They are all vaccinated. I believe in vaccinations. I just don't think that a vaccination is for me um, because I have been told by these doctors not to do it, which is fine, Jed, but then don't be mad that I that you can't come to the studio. Like yeah, I could tell that she view. was like upset that she couldn't actually go and be at The View because of these ridiculous rules around vaccination. Right. Um, which, like, you know, to, to each their own, I guess, but, like, we're all dying and getting other versions of 
Like, like it's right. It's very weird that I have the novel 2019 coronavirus right now. I didn't think <laughs> that was something that was going to happen to me. Right. And I mean... like, sure, I have the cute flu version where like I'm not, you know, having any issues breathing or like it's very mild symptoms I'm dealing with. Just a lot of congestion, some sore throat. I never had a fever, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have a fever or a chill. It was just kind of like clammy, right. and I was tired for a couple days. Um, and now I'm just like super congested. Um, but like, it's not fun. We don't want this. Like, there are even people now that are vaccinated that are like, I'm not super concerned about a breakthrough. Like, I won't get that sick. Like, people. Like, we, we can't just. I know. Let it's, go, like it's willy nilly. I mean, but it, it's just a mess. It's a mess. People don't know what to do. People are mad. People want to go back to things and that and travel. <sighs> it's. I mean, like, okay, what's happening across the country right now? Like, there is a theater in every city that has canceled a show due yeah. to COVID nineteen. Broadway is a disaster right now. Um, Christmas carols are no longer caroling. The Guthrie closed theirs. The Goodman closed theirs. Um, there are two The Guthrie other... closed theirs? Yes, it closed like two days ago. It closed on the day after Christmas when I was driving back. Out of like COVID or out of like... For COVID. Well, oh, wow. Here's um, what I will say. just got closed again in Canada because of COVID. What could be better than live theater in the metaverse? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why don't we, I mean, I don't think a lot of these theaters are investing enough in the metaverse and the possibilities therein. I mean, you could have sold out houses. You could, I mean, uh, yeah, it's just not the not time. the metaverse. I know, the metaverse. Horrifying. It is, it is scary. I just don't, um, I don't think it's, it's not theater's time. No. Sadly. Sorry. And, and here's here's the thing. I had a really great time doing the show, SpongeBob performing the in the show, the SpongeBob the Musical. Mm-hmm. I love playing Patrick Starr. Mm-hmm. I loved working with my cast. They were awesome, fantastic people. Um, the business of being a stage actor really hard. Yeah, it's really hard on your mind. It's really hard on your body. Um, there's this weird thing where like everyone, it's like the actor's time is for everyone to waste. Um, which I really did not enjoy. Um, And then this run was long. There were 11 shows a week sometimes. And it was what? How many months? Uh, We started rehearsal October 12th. October 12th. We were supposed to close January 2nd. I would have had a show tonight. After two more. I would have had a a 1 o'clock. 11 shows a week? I am just processing that now. That's like way that's 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 a little crazy. That's it's a lot. How long it's a is lot. the show? The show was like seventy five minutes. That's still too long. But it's intense. That's too long. That for if you had said like it's thirty minutes, I would have been like, well then you're you know you should be doing twenty four shows a week then. <laughs> but <if>, seventy five <laughs> minutes is that's that's not nothing. I mean, but TYA, Children's Theater, Theater for Young Audience is what TYA means for those mm-hmm. that are listening. Uh, it's a lot. I mean, it's like it, it's like two hours worth of energy pumped into well, that 75 minutes. And the build-up. I mean... Yeah. You know. And the cool-down. The cool-down. And I'm singing. 
You're singing. I'm doing a lot of physical work. I'm doing dancing. Like, it's a lot. It's a toll on the body. And yeah. I was exhausted. Um, the cast was exhausted. We always gave great show because we're awesome and professional. Of course. Of course. But to have that amount of pressure and work placed onto the back of a contractor um, <laughs> to keep the theater open for a literal quarter of the year, um, I was like, I don't know if this is uh, for me. I love people that love it. I don't know if this is for me anymore. And this is the first time that I really had that, like, that, okay, I'm good with that realization. That's good. Um, so all of that to say, being that exhausted and having that much responsibility on my back to run a show um, mixed with getting COVID-19 are not worth it to do a show right now. Right. I'm sorry. I said it. I'll be yeah. controversial. Yeah. It's not worth it. I know. And people are saying, you know, and uh, people, yeah, it's just not. And I get the theaters are trying to survive. They're trying to survive. Oh wow, you just use your cough button, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Nick just muted himself so he could do a little COVID cough. <laughs> Which, by the way, you should have just done it, and then it, we would have, you know, there's some proof. <laughs> you have oh yeah because you know what everyone wants to listen to in yeah. a podcast is someone hacking, hacking. <laughs> there is a uh, a podcast i listen to that the guy like hacks pretty pretty often and i'm it's a little distracting i think it's part of his shtick a little bit but you know um yeah theater's just um i don't want to say that it's dead but uh, it's not alive. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a sustainable way of existing. Um, it went from come and do the show no matter how sick you are because the show must go on to come and to do the show no matter how sick you are because the show must go on unless you have COVID, in which place we'll replace you with someone else until we can't replace anyone anymore, and now we have to close. <sighs> that's rough. I'm like, that's no way to live. <laughs> <laughs> awful <laughs> I mean yeah especially with that with the pay you know yeah. like if you were making... and there should be there needs to be hazard pay yeah there uh, because it's a hazard for yeah. your artist to be coming out and doing that all, like yeah. f- for a run for sure because um, you're not wearing masks you're not you know nope. yeah and the vaccines and don't it's... guarantee that you're not going to get sick no, it says that right on the paper. Yes, right at the CVS counter. Slide that. And now us. we know that because all these shows are getting cut down because all the cast is getting COVID. <sighs> oh, I was going to say this. There, You should write Catfish the Musical. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That is something I would see. I don't rush to musicals. It's They're not my... I know you, you, love, you love a musical. It's I in do your love bones. a musical. Uh, yeah. It's not in mine, but I would totally watch Catfish the Musical. I think that would be interesting and good. Do you do you think it follows one person, or is it like Neve solving multiple cases? I think you start out cases? with Neve's story. You do a little bit of the maybe the first act or the first half of the first act is about is just like kind of a recreation of that first documentary, and then the next is just. Great. I mean, of course, there'd be some big number where they're they're you know they're on MTV, they're making it millions. You know, they're they're you know stalking people, they're 
ruining people's lives. They're, you know, like that's a whole musical number. I got it. So the opening number is lengthy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we start with like Neve being like, oh, hey, like I'm Neve. Like, yeah. Let me tell you how we got here. And then he explains the whole movie (laughs) and getting the idea to do the TV show in the opening number. Okay. And then so like, the TV, sh- the musical is actually set on everything ramping up to filming the first episode. Mm. That's okay. act one. Okay. And yeah. then act two. Is... Okay, we either like don't see that episode actually happen and we go on some other wild catfish journey in act two. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like a continuation. Like, yeah. Or it could be downfall, because clearly there's some things going on. With, you know, I don't know what's going I on. I mean, but they have offices now. Jeez. They have these huge, beautiful Jeez. rooftop, giant window office situation. Do they have an app? You have to watch, you have to watch season eight of Catfish. Because of the Zoom? It's all on Zoom. So it starts right before the pandemic, and they get like a few good episodes in. Okay. And then the pandemic hits. Okay. And then they come back to filming on Zoom. So they're sitting at computers. Neve is sharing a screen. We can see all the text messages. Like, And they do wild things. Like, they'll be like, okay, we're going to have you mute yourself and turn your camera off. And we're going to bring them in here. And then when you're ready, text us and we'll let you pop in. So you can surprise them. <laughs> pop, or there's pop one. Into so, they, zo- so they're Zoom bombing? They do Zoom? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, well, that's and it's so out. weird. Like they'll just be talking, be like, "Hey, can, can you hop into our Zoom real quick?" And they'll like send people a Zoom link, and they like get into the Zoom and they're talking. And um, but the stories in the latter half of season eight, they just posted the second half of season eight on Hulu. On Hulu. Okay, and it's fantastic. I watched it all my first day of quarantine. Oh yes, uh, first two days. There was, like, this woman who was being catfished by, well, she thought that she was talking to her old boss, who she had a relationship with, and he was married. And so her boss was having her come and, like, pick up care packages of, like, alcohol and weed outside of his house and, like, all this weird stuff. Um, And we find out that it's actually that man's wife. Oh, my God. That's been catfishing her. Wow. It's and that like, man's wife that's been kept. Yes. Wow. To, to get back at her, oh. to embarrass her. Oh my God. Good. So those are the types of stories that we're dealing with in the second half. Do they? Do they ever? I feel like most of the people who are being the catfishers, do they ever are like? I'm sorry. It's just a really stressful time, and catfishing someone was just my trauma response to COVID. <laughs> like, do they? Um, ever? I don't think that we ever got any of those specifically. Okay. But there That's were some relationships say. that had clearly started in COVID. Mm. Mm. And were, yeah, there was, oh, there was also one of a guy, he'd been catfished by this girl for like years and he was like engaged and then he, but he just couldn't let go of this girl he met on Xbox. Um, and it was, <laughs> so they called this girl and they were like, is this you? And she was like, yes, it's me. I have to explain to you what's going on. Her mom had been catfishing him with pictures of her. Of her daughter. Oh, no. Right. Nudes and all. Like, she would go and, like, 
like look through her phone for new nude no, pictures and then text no. them to herself and then delete those text messages. And so, yes, yeah, yeah. Catfish season eight, wild, wild stuff. You have to watch it. You've never seen Catfish if you have not watched Catfish on Zoom. Okay, I need to. Yeah, that's like the first endorsement of a Zoom related piece of media that has gotten. Like, they got they, it right. They did it right. Catfish okay. got it right. Okay. Catfish got the and Zoom that makes platform sense. right. You know. I've I've always been a fan of catfish. We had a big big catfish phase. I mean, I've my mom my mom and I would watch it all the time when it was like hot. I mean, it was it's a great show. And it is Neve is it's a little sexy. And he is. you know, the chest hair is out of control. It's yeah. Insane. But how did they keep people from just once the they got zoom bombed not just hanging up? Did that happen? It did happen sometimes. Okay. Um, I mean, what? by that point, that's the thing. Like by that point, you're on television. Right. Like, Oy. like if you come on, like you've you you've committed to being on TV, so you're gonna get embarrassed either way. So you might as well just finish it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you caught me. I guess I okay. I could right. turn this into a record deal. I mean, Bad Baby or Bad. What is her name? Bad from Doctor Phil. You know. From Dr. She didn't walk away. She she wrote it out. She's a rapper now, like, with millions of so. This is this is a the USA. You could you know, be, be like yeah. If you heard this new rapper, he's the guy who, it's the it's the mom who catfished someone with her daughter's photo. She's a rapper now. She's really good. She's really good. Her flow. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Flow is fantastic. She's really channeled that pain. <laughs> She's channeled that pain, and her daughter is featured on a couple of songs. She's got a beautiful <laughs> singing voice. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that. I'm gonna have to watch that. Okay. Yeah, it's good stuff. Season eight. Okay. All day, every day. All day, every day. Um, speaking of insane things on social media. Um. So, Britney Spears. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen the video of her singing? Well, I've seen many Instagram. videos of her singing. Which one? Is it recent? I have been... Yes. I, I, on our last pod, I was just at the beginning of a uh, social media break, and I'm still pretty Oh, yeah. How's your break going? It. It's good. It's, um... You know, it's nice. It's, uh... Um, I feel... Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it for you right now. Okay, yeah. Share the screen. Um, and we'll decide if we... I've, are you like to. one of these people who loves Britney Spears with a deep passion? Are you like? No, I mean one of my first CDs ever was "Baby One More Time," but I feel like that's just like a gay rite of passage, right? Sure. Um, like you went out and bought that CD at Walgreens. I I believe that we did buy that CD. Okay. I think my mom and I went and bought that CD. That's cute. Um, here's the thing. So, I am all down for the ending of the conservatorship because that sounds wild and definitely did need to end. Yeah. Um, however, where is the PR team? Right. Because there is so much insanity happening on Britney Spears's right. Instagram. And um, I don't think, I don't think people, I was saying this from the get go, like, listen, yeah, the conservator, it's not good, but I think she may need some supervision, maybe after some, or just just a nice, friendly observer, who can, yeah, kind of reel um, her in. So I think Adele needs that. 
<laughs> I think all, everyone does. Yeah. I mean, any celebrity does. I think that they all do. And I think that specifically in Britney's situation, like, here's the video. They took <laughs> Adele's password away after she posted. Okay. Oh, God. that was posted with this long caption that was like my family beat me down made me forget who I am but this is who I am I am Britney Jean Spears I have been nominated for this many Grammys I've won this many awards and I'm so excited album is coming soon okay um and then you go in the comments and it's all these celebrities like Miley Cyrus Gabrielle Union like all these people being like yes girl like Saying like Miley Cyrus called her the vocal Bible, which is famously a title given to the Brandy Norwood and no one else. Yeah. It is not a, just something that is handed out. That was a title that was given to Brandy by the music industry, by legends like Babyface, mm. because she is a vocal Bible, mm. because she can do runs and riffs very well. That's true. And her ear is insane. Mm-hmm. What Bible was that? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the, uh, the book of, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's so many books. But now that caption is gone and the comments have been turned off because the people were not being kind. Oh, because people were saying, you like, you suck? Yeah. Or were they getting mad at the celebrities? It was a little bit of all of it. All like that. some were like Gabrielle, like girl, like why why right. would you lie to her right now? Right. Um Well and... that's all that Hollywood is, is just a bunch of people lying to each other. Which makes sense why Brandy kinda steps away. Doesn't yes. she is the vocal bible, she knows what she is. She's not gonna exactly. hang around those posers. Um, but the yeah, so vocal Bible. You, I mean, Instagram right now. Miley is not the any. We shouldn't be trusting Miley's. Uh, she's not. She's not the best singer. She's good. She is good. She and I like when she does her rock and roll stuff. I enjoyed that. That was good. Although for like a while there, I kept seeing links that were like or like articles. Those like finally. Uh, Miley Cyrus is gonna do a cover of the Eurythmics, blah blah, blah. like just songs that you didn't even need her to do covers of, like Earth, Wind, and Fire September by Miley Cyrus is finally coming out. She's doing a cover. It's like I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this from. Yeah, why did Gabrielle Union say that? I mean, and the evidence of all this is gone now because they got rid of the caption and they turned off the comments. Well, I'm sure all the celebrities were like, turn that off. 
this is the <laughs> thing. Like Hollywood's just going to become her conservatorship now. Like all these people are just going to use her. I mean, it's just not. That's crazy. I do want to hear the album though. I, I'll listen. <laughs> I totally, totally want to listen. You know, positive. She wants to make an album again because at first, one of the first things she said was she was like, "I don't want to make music anymore." Um, and I think now knowing that like it's hers and she can own it, like, great. I'm happy that she is feeling artistically ready to get back into the studio and make an album again. Um, I need like a few voice lessons to happen. Right. It's been a while. Between now and then. Some breathing exercises. Because there were moment there were moments in whatever we just listened yeah. to where I was like, Okay, I hear it. I hear a voice in there. Yeah, I I remember. I remember. Yeah. Was, yeah. We all took that um, plane ride with you when you sang Toxic. We were there. I went to that concert. It was a very good concert. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean she's a performer. She's like yes. she's an act. It's not a singing situation. It's a track that's being mouthed to. It's basically a drag show. Like, can we be honest? I mean, hey, did you watch House of Gucci? Okay, so I haven't watched the House of Gucci because I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, I don't think I can do it either. Like, at first I saw the previews and I was like, yes, this is going to be so good um and then i had to assess how much of that was me as a gaga fan versus right. how much of me was a person that understands art right. um and then the preview started coming out and i was like okay all right and then the reviews started coming out and i was like oh no yeah they aren't saying good things at all and then did you see that the gucci family's like offended by it <laughs> yeah they're mad yeah, they're upset. They're like, this is not how it happened. You are completely mischaracterizing the mother of our company. Like, this is bad. Like, what you've done is bad. Responsible. I can't, I didn't know it was Ridley Scott, the director. Like, yeah. this man has directed Gladiator, Alien. Aliens. I mean, this was, this was clearly supposed to be, like, the film of the right. season. But that's what's like, happening were... these days. Like the people, the films that we think are gonna be the films are just—they're not anymore. They're not pulling. Like this, don't look up is also like a disaster. Critically, it's getting panned. People hate it. Did you watch it? I did watch it, and I find that really interesting because I liked it a lot. I thought you would. I thought you would. <laughs> I haven't since I haven't seen satire done that well yeah. in a really long time. I, yeah, it's not. It's I don't understand the panning i can understand some of the the like artistic critiques of it like yes. if you're not into a heavy-handed kind of in your face thing you're not gonna dig it but it is also funny that a movie that kind of lampoons the media is getting kind of some backlash from the media there it is yeah. i mean because it's i mean neil degrasse tyson was on facebook and he was like listen um this movie's definitely a documentary um, <laughs> <laughs> this is not a film this is a, this is a documentary yeah um because i mean it's i mean it's pretty uncanny how the plot line lines up with like yeah everything we're currently going through well and leo's pretty everything fauci. that has been the he's, thing i was like oh he's like fauci like he's falling yeah. for the the stars like he's kind of becoming a celeb he's losing himself a little 
Right. Not that right. I'm anti. I'm not fully anti Fauci, but I think he's kind of gotten a little starstruck. He's like he likes. We need a someone else, a new. Yeah, that's the thing is I'm like, can we just get another face? Yeah. Can we get? I another think we're tired of looking at this face. People never listen to this face anyway. His um, voice sounds. He's hoarse all the time. He's talking too much. He's talking too much. I mean, he's always on camera. Yeah. But anyway, it's a good. It. I'm glad you liked it. I'm, yeah. yeah, I thought it was a great movie. Um, I, I yeah. I mean, I I'm not a one of the reasons I didn't really want to engage with it is because I'm not a huge fan of, like, it just I, I'm sick like of seeing people. the same cast. I know, I like, know. I don't want to see these same people all the time. I think Meryl um, Streep is amazing, but I just don't. I I know. Yeah, she's and I thought do. she was fantastic she was. in this movie. She really was. Um, <laughs> and honestly. Honestly, I was impressed by Leo's performance. Yeah. I thought that Leo gave a really solid, like, comedic, but heartfelt Yeah, he kind of, he got out of his own way a lot. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. He was acting. Yeah. And like, I kind of like, like, he didn't look his best either, which was great. Like, yeah. he wasn't ugly, but he's just kind of owning kind of his own, that doughy body. And totally. that kind of, like, scruffy. Totally. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was, I thought he was great. Um, Jennifer was good. Jennifer was good. She always is. Yeah. Like Jennifer, Jen, that's one thing about Jennifer. She's pretty consistent. She is. Even if I don't like her in the movie, she right. did a good job. She did. She's not <laughs> a bad actress. She does. She's, not. she's like, I, she gets a bad rap. People really don't like her. Which yeah, I can. Uh, I her persona outside, like the talk show persona, is a little bit like okay. We I understand. You're on. You're yes. you're not like the rest. That's cool. Yeah, you're quirky. You're, you're odd. You're fun. You're quirky. <laughs> Yeah, she's like quintessential millennial personality. But that's um, I always get mad when I see Tyler Perry in these roles because they should be my roles. And the only reason <laughs> I don't have them is because it's Tyler Perry. Yeah, that is like that's that's, that should have been me. He's I absolutely the only obstacle that role. standing in your way. Yeah, you that's, <laughs> you want to be Tyler Perry's like you want his job in that movie. You want to be. I do. I do. I literally do. And Kate Blanchett thought like her. I love her the way she talks. And, she just, uh, it's like, she's like, no, there's no, like, TV personality who talks like that anymore unless it's 1933, but, like, she right. sold it. She really sold it. She's pretty um, good. And then Timothy Chalamet didn't even know it was him. Really? Had no idea. I mean, I've, I haven't really watched anything that he's been Same. in because I just get mad at him for some reason. Yeah, I understand that, too. Yeah. I'm just, like, mad at him. I'm like, yeah. where did you come from and why is everybody obsessed? Right. Um, but I was like, I like this kid. And then I, <laughs> what did you think of, uh, Ariana Grande's situation and her song? <laughs> <laughs> the song, the song was the pretty song good. was everything. It was pretty good. I was like, she's, the song was awesome. She's so talented. I mean, all of it. I mean, it was just voice. so, it was such a slap in the face to this country. Right. And. And the country just, well, at least the media, because if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score last time I checked was 77 and the uh, critic score was like 55, which still 55 isn't wretched. I wouldn't say that's yeah. panned. No, I think it's really interesting. I feel like it's a movie that they can't say they like, because if they say they like it, then they have to admit a lot of things about the industry in which they work. Totally. Which I'm like, I don't understand how that's hard for you. I've always been able to admit the things about 
theater, the theater industry that are awful. Like, I don't think I could right. do it. Yeah, it's 54% from the critics and then 77% for the audience. I mean, who are these critics anymore? Like, is there such well, a thing as a that's critic? that's my thing. Is I'm like, all these random scores. and I mean, everyone has a list now. Right. Like, and so I'm like, I don't even know, like... Who who are we letting be the arbiters of anything at this point? We need a Rotten Tomatoes that critiques critics, and they all have scores. So when you see like that, you can go see like, oh, they have a that critic has a like forty six percent rating. Like you can go through and see which movies they've said are good and bad, and then you just but that I don't even want to do that. That's like actually a nightmare. I don't want that site. He's making like a whole other wormhole. Yeah, no one needs that. I just, it was pretty solid movie, and very entertaining. Yeah. I, was, I mean, it was, I thought it was a pretty movie, too. Yeah. I thought it was well shot. Um, I thought that it was, um, I love the kind of, like, mixed media feel yeah. it had. Yeah. Um, it was cool. I thought it was a cool movie. And yeah. I really didn't want to watch it. To like literally today, you were like, "Have you seen Don't Look Up?" And I was like, "That's a perfect thing to talk yeah. about." So I should, yeah. I should watch it. It's long. And then I found myself enjoying it a lot, laughing out loud, and and also just being like, by the, by the end, I was sitting back and I was like, "Yeah, oh, and my God, what a what a amazing way to show the end of the world." I know. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, like they made it pretty beautiful, and uh, the tech guy, Mark Rylance. Oh yeah, <laughs> what was what was happening? I, like, I was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable too. He, I have seen him in a theater space before. Like I've watched him live. I don't know why I described it that way. I've seen <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling really artsy about it yeah. tonight. I saw him perform, but he he always makes me feel kind of uncomfortable. And his thing, his whole thing, is always like. Lots of stuttering and, 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 you know, it's like, it's always that. And it's his trick and, and it's good. He's very good at it. And he was a total creep and like a weirdo. It was so strange. The first scene with the kids, oh I was God. like, what is that And some of the critique that I heard from critics was like, they were like, some of the jokes don't land. Some of the, And I was like, yeah, some of them don't. And it almost is, seemed kind of on purpose. Like yeah. some of them are just really like not bad jokes but they're just like in your face they're just very like it's like they had to take up uh, take the opportunity to make the joke even if it wasn't gonna even if it was gonna be too much yeah one of my favorite jokes in the whole movie and i literally can't even remember the story that the that the other black man that wasn't tyler perry told but jennifer lawrence can't get over oh, the yeah. fact that this general made her pay <laughs> for these snacks I just thought that was the funniest thing. And then she, like, has that (laughs) recollection. And then he tells some story that is off-the-wall bonkers. And you're like, what is even happening? And then the scene's over. right? How Sting farted in front of him. Oh, yes! Yes, how Sting farted. And it still worked, because he was still pretty charming. I I was like, what (laughs) is happening? I love absurdity. He was good, too. Yeah, that's what... He was great. Not Don Cheadle was awesome. Yeah, it was not Don Cheadle. It was not Don Cheadle. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. <laughs> you can't say it. Yeah, I can say you it. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> but you're right. Not Don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, Tyler Perry was funny. 
funny, like, kind of laid back to Tyler Perry. Yeah. Like, not doing too much either. I'm sorry, you're just, you're mad. You're angry. You're <laughs> I understand. Yeah, the talk show was just bonkers. Like, so quick. Like, it was, like, infuriating. And when they did yell, you were like, yeah, that would break yeah. out, too. Yeah. Um, uh. Who else was it? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Oh, yes. He was funny. Jonah Hill. He was good. Funny. Doing Jonah his dope Jonah good. Hill thing. There was nothing sadder than that moment at the end. Oh, I've just spoiled yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, For anyone that go. hasn't seen it, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll post Sorry, the spoiler thing alert. on it. Yeah, but I'll say that. <laughs> I have COVID. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a symptom of COVID. Spoiling yeah, spoiling. <laughs> spoiling things for people. Look up. I mean, it's been out for a while. Yeah. So. It's been like a week. That's a while yeah. now. That, yeah, that's Are a you going to see Spider Man No Way from Home? Get out of my house, Spider Man. Uh, maybe, probably. I probably will. I like Tom Holland. Yeah, I'm not like Russian. No. Are you a Marvel person? I am. I do you, like Marvel. Like, but like, are There's you just a so Marvel? much content yeah. now? Yeah. There's just so much. It's so much to keep up with. Um, I actively choose to, to follow the X Men. Um, I do another series called The League of Excellent Extraordinary Negroes in which you review nerdy things. And so nice. I typically keep up with the shows on Disney+. Plus. Where is that series? Um, it's on Facebook and YouTube through the House of Afros, Capes, and Curls. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little cross-promo there. A little cross-promo. So, so I, I do keep, I try to keep up. Um, I have not... I got behind on Hawkeye because I was doing SpongeBob, and so I was. I, la- I was doing SpongeBob. I was living under a bikini bottom. You in the bottom, bikini so bottom little... universe? Yeah, yeah. You can't, and those universes can't cross. Um, I like X Men, and I wish X Men would kind of just divorce itself completely from Marvel and just do its own situation because those were good. Those were solid. In the they beginning. were, and I think that now, like. So with the multiverse and everything that's being introduced by Spider-Man and through the Loki series and everything, um, they're finding a way back to being able to use that property mm-hmm. because, I mean, it kind of was its own. Yeah. Like, that that was before Marvel was like, yeah. we are going to make everything a right. thing. Um, and so, and then before Disney taking it and being like, now we're really going to make everything a thing. Um, and so they do kind of like sit, they've made up their own rules and have their own conversations that like they, in the Marvel universe to keep the fans happy, because I don't know if you know anything about Marvel fans, but they are like the true, like diehard, have read every comic and everything. Like I've read some of the comics. I've seen a lot of the movies. I've seen a lot of content, but like I am by no means a superhero nerd. The superhero nerds need that tie in. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually I don't want to paint them all with one brush. There are some that are like super critical, need that tie-in, need it to make sense in the in the world, and there are some that just think it's cool either way and are going to watch it no matter what. Right. Um, but for the ones that really need that, I, I I do respect that Disney and Marvel have been doing the work of trying to like actually make those tie-ins work. Mm. And so that's kind of by blowing it open with the multiverse, they can kind of do anything now. Yeah, it was so. a smart move. Yeah, seemed wise. It, it's... I'm super excited about the next um, Miles Morales movie, um, Into the Multiverse, the animated one. Oh yeah, 
super excited about that. Okay. Wait, oh, is yeah. that the that was the one that was they already made one, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Famously used sunflower. Mm. Sunflower. What's that? By Post Malone. That sunflower song. Mm. Okay. Post Malone. You know, I'm really I don't know anything about Post Malone. <laughs> Many don't. Yeah. He just kind of show up, and now, now I think he is a poster child for Jaegermeister. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's he's living a dream. He's living a dream. Yeah. You know who else is living a dream? Oh God. Who? And then I think we'll have to end here because I am dying in this closet. Yeah, it's getting hot in here. Um. <laughs> um. Robin Rihanna Fenty. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to is talk not about... only a billionaire. She's a billionaire. Okay, good. But she is also now the honorable Robin Rihanna Fenty. Um, between our last episode and now, um, Barbados became an independent republic. That's right. And one of the first orders of business was to honor Rihanna for being a hero to Barbados. Like, if there was a ceremony and everything, the, the, I, I believe it's a prime minister down there. She was like, now Rihanna can continue shining bright like a diamond. <laughs> did she like, say that? Yes, she oh did. Yes, she did. Um, and I just want to take a moment on this very important podcast yep. to send a wonderful shout out to Rihanna because you deserve everything. Like, a true come up story. Yeah, for real. Like, I've been there since SOS. Mm-hmm. Ponda Replay. That was the first Ponda single. Replay. And everyone's like, oh, look at this fun little island girl. Uh-huh. And she has become a mogul, a, a self-made billionaire. Yeah. She's not like that, like, who's the the little Jenner? Kylie. Kylie, yeah. The quote-unquote self-made, self-made billionaire. I'm like, that's not, that's not that doesn't, self-made. that doesn't count. Yeah. Like, Robin literally... So I'm saying Robin like I know her. <laughs> Rihanna literally <laughs> made music, evolved as an artist, went through traumatic and public domestic yeah. violence, healed from that in front of all of all of us, and then unleashed an empire. It's true. She is boasting body positivity through her line. She has something for everyone. Small girls, big girls, big men. Small mm-hmm. man, everybody. Everybody got something through Savage X Fenty. Savage Fenty. She has a multi-billion dollar makeup brand. And at the beginning of the pandemic, she put her album on hold to make ventilators when our president couldn't do it. Yeah. She's literally a hero. She is. <laughs> I love her. And she's honorable. She is the honorable... Robin Rihanna Fenty. Yeah, she's she's rocking it. And that album, you know, it'll come when it'll it does. come when it comes. Maybe we'll get it, maybe we won't. It's all right. She left right, us and that's with her a thing. really She's good like, one. I don't have to make an album again. Yeah. Like I don't ever have to do this again. The do you last all realize one I could stop right now? That she did was enough. That was a good album. It was a great album. I listened to Kiss It Better like it came out yeah. yesterday oh. all day long. Yeah, I might play that at work tomorrow. That's it. I've, I haven't listened to that. Did you hear that? Oh, yep. I think our smoke alarm is uh, saying, like, I need more batteries. It's one of those oh. situations. <laughs> that sucks. 
that time of the year. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Yeah. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. And audience, I hope you enjoyed our uh, intro song. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was, um, and we'll send you out to it too. Yeah. Christmas in July by it's me. a bonus track Nick from Auntie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I mean she's I know people love Tame Impala, but her cover of that one Tame Impala song is like kind of the only Tame Impala song I want to listen to. The what is it called? Same old mistakes. Oh yeah. She just uh-huh. did uh-huh. that to like a karaoke track too. Yeah. It's like okay. And what is the other one? Uh higher. That's a great song. That's a standard. That's a modern standard. It's a nice short ditty. You know, it's like a minute and a half. And you're like, whoa. Okay. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. Well, audience, um, I hope that you also listen to some Rihanna. Listen to it today, tonight. Mm -hmm. Be inspired. Listen to the uh, BDS one. That's a good one, too. Because I may be BDS. bad, but I'm perfectly good. Uh, maybe not. BDSM. BDS is like... S&M? S&M, yeah. BDS. <laughs> What's BDS? Brad showing you how deep he goes yeah, in, that, exactly. in, the, <laughs> that in, in the bondage world. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> BDS is the Boycott Div- Divestment Sanctions Act. So. <laughs> Don't get, don't get a, I don't know what that, it's a Palestinian-led movement. No, but BDSM, <laughs> BDSM, bondage sadomasochism, is that, isn't that yeah, what it stands for? Yeah, that's what I thought, BDSM, BDSM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. S&M. Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah. um, folks, if you have topics that you want me and Brad to talk about in our next quarterly episode Spring of this Spring 2022. Yeah. You can email us at straighttalkwithgaymen at gmail.com. And uh, that way, there we did have one email come in. Oh my God, what did they say? It was from me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all it said was, a man used half of his uh, Nintendo Switch to measure his penis size on Grinder. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to talk about this? We got it, yeah. Wow, that's good. I guess I did at one point. I opened the email. I was like, oh, we have an email. Oh, that's for me. Why did I email that? Is that really what I wanted to discuss on our show? I think you should have. Why didn't you lead with this? (laughs) But yes, straight talk with gay men. What is going on? Listen, we got to go. Oh, keep okay. This in. I'll, I don't I'll know add what's a going on, but keep this in. This is good content. But our, like, <laughs> All the alarms fire. are going off in Brad's house. Yeah, the fire alarm's going off. Uh, stay safe, everyone. Um, happy New Year. Thank you so much, Nick. Feel Brad, better. go stop the fire in your house. <laughs> all right, all right. I gotta go. I gotta Why go. can't we have Christmas in July? Never a dull moment here on the Straight Talk with Gay Men podcast. Uh, Just so you all know, Brad is okay. There was a candle that went a bit awry, but 
his home is okay and he is safe. Um, email us, straighttalkwithgaymen at gmail.com. Send us those topics. Share this episode on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you are listening to us now. And if you like this song, go ahead and check it out on Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, anywhere you listen to your music. Christmas in July featuring me, Nick Whitcomb. Have a good one, y'all. Open up a prison, let's go. Jingle bells and all is well. Even though it's hot as hell, it's Christmas. Christmas in July. Tingling, we're caroling. Everybody come and sing about Christmas. Christmas in July, Christmas in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One day to just put your pain aside.